Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Los Marcos Podcast. Today it's a two-man booth, classic two-man booth. Me and Kells, we're going to do a rapid yet not so rapid reaction to the, to the NXT New York because they decided to change the name and it's not, apparently it's not Brooklyn anymore. But uh, we'll get into that. Kells, uh, what's up, man? Uh, nothing much. Just uh, drinking a fine Modelo. Mm, and nice. you know, and ready to talk this NXT card, which for me was very enjoyable because I was high. One, <laughs> number two, because my my wife had me in fucking tears. So <laughs> you know how that goes. Um, did you do anything today? We got we finally got nice a nice uh, Saturday in terms of um, weather. Did I do anything? Uh, what I do? Well, my dog. You know, I bought a dog, y'all. Got a Datsun. Her name is Olivia. She's a nice dog. She doesn't sleep all day, but <laughs> that's better than anything else. Um, nah, she had her shot. I had to take her to go get her first set of shots today. And then I came back. Um, went to go get brunch with my wife and the kids. And then my wife is now doing laundry, and I'm here potting with you. And I also, <laughs> you know, won like four games of Madden online. So that was pretty good, you know. What about you? Nice. Uh, I just went for a run with my dog, Cien, and uh, now he's sleeping, knocked out. So I hope he, I hope he stays down the whole night. Cause yesterday he decided to start running around the house at like one o'clock in the morning. So I had to put him in his crate, and he wasn't happy about that in the morning. <laughs> Wait, how old is Cien? Six months. And he goes on runs with you for that long? Yeah, I I didn't do a lot. It was um maybe like a mile and a half. Nothing too crazy. I don't want him to. Hurt himself or whatever. But that's impressive that he can run that long. Yeah, we don't we don't run like the whole thing. We, I take breaks with him, but um, he's like a corgi, and apparently they they need a lot of exercise because that's what they're bred to do. Like they run, they chase sheep and shit. So just trying to get my little guy exercise, not get too fat. Ah, oh, nice. Same, same thing with this one. I think she's she hunts rabbits or something like that. So oh, nice. she's always like she's always like digging in my couch and digging the bed <laughs> and digging on me. And she's okay, but you know she has this thing where you know she sleeps next to me in the bed, but then like not on the bed on the floor. She has her own mattress, but then like at five in the morning you can hear her. She's like because she wants me to fucking pick her up, put her on the bed. <laughs> yeah. Well, so all right. Let's get into this NXT card. We'll uh, we'll just go straight through the card. Any anything we have to say. So let's start off with the opener, the tag team match. We had the War Raiders versus Ricochet and the most overrated NXT champion of all time, Alistair Black. <laughs> <laughs> uh, War Machine went over as I predicted on our last podcast. Think were were you right? Because I don't. Did we go? Yeah, we did make some predictions, right? Yeah, um, you and us picked the. That's the only one I remember because I think that's the only one that was different. I picked the War Raiders because I said it doesn't make sense that they were in a tag team match on the main roster too. Like I couldn't picture them carrying the titles into WrestleMania. Well, you know, I I was wrong then. <laughs> I guess I was wrong. But it was yo, it was, it was a great opener. Well, that I think I think that that match was just that that was um what you would call its last match in NXT, uh, Alistair and Ricochet. But you know, 
I was more impressed by the War Raiders, especially Hanson. Hanson was fucking going balls to the wall, bro. Like you talk about setting the 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 arena on fire and like just fucking putting everything out there. He 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 put everything out there, bro. That shit was insane. yeah, I think Hanson was, uh, he stood out in that match. He had that freaking, uh, like a swanton to the outside of the ring from the top yeah. of the apron. He did that, uh, the move that I, I think got, like, bastardized the, the flip into, like, a cutter or whatever, into the elbow. But he's so <laughs> big. He's so big that it's like, holy shit. Like, every, he does it all the time, but I, I'm still, like, I still pop because he's so big. Like, you don't expect him to be able to do that. No, when he did it, I was like, holy shit. It was it was insane. Yeah, man, his fuck- size should not be able to do that. Like his his shoulders should like dislocate as soon as he attempts that. <laughs> he did. Am I crazy or he did a moonsault? He didn't do a moonsault, right? Or did he? A moonsault. Not that I no. remember. Oh, he did a front flip to the outside. Yeah, he did the front okay. flip to the outside of the ring. Like yeah, like a swanton. Yeah, he did like a swanton. Okay. Yeah, that was crazy. But yo, imagine the Ricochet and Alistair Black just bail at the last second because they're like, no way. Well, you know what's crazy? I was watching when I was watching it. I was like, "Yo, this dude is fucking nuts." But then on the replay, Hanson did a good job of like, like where he when he flipped, he kind of when he hit Ricochet and everybody, he hit everybody with his legs and his and like his part of his lower back. So the bump wasn't, really, and then you could see like they had their hands up, so they kind of carried him to the floor. It was yeah, kind of cool. It's, they a, did it. it's a good bump. Like they did it. They did it well. Yeah. But they, still, they like, safe. bro, imagine <laughs> a guy. Well, <laughs> they're seeing. They're, they're seeing. <laughs> imagine a guy that big coming at you, bro. I Yo, he's like, get out that the shit way. was insane. That shit was insane. <laughs> but like, they fucking. I, when I was watching it, and, and you know, you get all the it was fucking flippity floppity supreme over here. I was like. The fucking crowd was like white hot, and I was like, "Yo, there is no fucking way that this is gonna keep up." And then I'm just like, "This is such a Mark crowd." Like, shout out to the Marks who came from New York, and shout out to everybody who came from out of town to come to New York because they were able to keep it up through the the entire fucking show. And then they were doing like, "This match is for one fall, one fall," <laughs> and it was like, I was like, "Oh, this is so fucking Marky." But it was it was that match though, like that was the perfect way to set the car because it set the momentum. Like everybody was like, Oh no, we gotta like up each other. It was insane. Yeah, even uh, when Alistair Black came out, they started singing his song. Yeah. I can't I can't I don't even know the freaking lyrics to that and then the whole stadium, that that was crazy. No, um, it was it was insane. Yeah, other spots that stood out to me, the Alistair Black um double stomp, like he was off the camera. Oh and yeah, there was when a pin the and he pin. just came. Yeah, that was dope. Just because they got it right. I'll, I'll talk about the camera angles in another, like another match. But this one was perfect because they didn't have Alistair in the shot, and he just came out of nowhere and breaks up the pin. That that's good camera work. Well, I thought it was over. I thought it was gonna be over, and then, yeah. like you said, he just like they were zoomed in so close to the pin, and then he just fucking ah boom, just hits him on the. That was pretty dope. Yeah, that was dope. Um, Ricochet's, uh, he had like a corkscrew moonsault or something like that. So that's when he went to the outside. That's that was the sequence where, um, who's the other half of the War Raiders? I forget his name. Um, Hanson uh, and Roe? Is it Roe? I don't know. Well, the other guy, that's when he did it. was first, remember, Alistair 
Black did the flip to the outside, knocked on Hanson. Then this guy jumped through the ropes, knocked on Alistair, and then Ricochet came and did the corkscrew, which was fucking beautiful. And Ricochet also remember the, the the fucking spot where he went for the six thirty and he just lands on his back. I was like, oh, oh yeah, my god! I was like, oh, <laughs> that's a hard bump, man. <laughs> I I felt that shit. Yeah, he had um, he had another shot where he could have done the oh the shooting star press he did. That was like, what's um, that was like Evan Bourne level. Oh no, the shooting, shooting star, star press, press. Was beautiful. That was in- insane. Like he has like so much grace when he's in the air. It's like, it's crazy. Well, he's he's ricochet. That's what he does. <laughs> Did you see his outfit? He had the fucking wings on with the jacket. Yeah, that was, and then um, yeah, probably his last match in NXT, right? Mm-hmm. And probably Alistair too. I I feel like they're gonna go over tomorrow at uh at Mania. Well, with the match that they had tonight, I mean last night, they have to go over. Kind of, if they if they go balls to the wall again at WrestleMania, I'm I'm gonna be like, all right, this is this is insane. Yeah, and then the ending, the ending was perfect. I think the Dude. with a War Raiders finisher. Yeah, 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 it was a good ending. It was a good ending. Like I, I, like it wouldn't make sense to have people who are on the main roster walk around with the NXT titles. Yeah, that's that's so, what I was telling. Like when we predicted, I was like, these guys are pretty much main roster. Like I don't see them carrying around the title. Like Gargano, as soon as he started making main roster appearances, he dropped the North American title, and then Champa, he got hurt, but he probably was going to drop it too then. Well, Ciampa getting hurt, I think, is one of those things that just happened because, like, a Gargano coming back is just one of those things that happened because Ciampa got hurt. It's not even... I don't yeah. think that was the plan. Yeah, I don't think so either. But um, that sucked. But uh, then towards the end, the crowd just uh, gives both of them standing ovations. Ricochet <laughs> starts crying. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> hey, you know, he's... He... You know, he had a hard time. He did, right? He went from uh, bingo halls to filling up the Barclays Center. You know? And, and my thing is, what, is he going to cry at WrestleMania too? Probably is. Probably is, right? He wins the titles. Well, that's okay. You <laughs> won the title. Listen, you lost the match, bro. Like... <laughs> All right. Uh, what are we, how many Tims are we giving this match? Tims? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to give the tag match four and a half. Yeah, four and a half. That's what I'm going with too. That's where I'm going. I, I I'm not gonna give it five, but I'll give it four and a half. Yeah, I I give that four and a half. That was that was good. Great opener. Got the crowd, popped the crowd, and then they never seems like they never shut down. Um, no, it was just it just kept going. I'm like Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anything else from that match you want to mention before we move on? Um, I do want to say that you know. Something we're going to go back to the whole night. But, yo, shout out to Mauro. He, fantastic, amazing, insane fucking job that he did. I Like, I don't know what else to say. Like, he fucking held it the fuck down. That was, like, one of the best called pay-per-views I've ever seen in my entire life. And shout out to you, Mauro. You really did it. And then uh, also, um, you know, like I said, I was high when I was watching this I smoked a lot of weed. I smoked a lot of fucking weed last night. But um, 
my wife, you know, my wife watches wrestling here and there, but she's not like a huge fan, but she understands it. But she you knows she was making comments all night. And some of the comments she made was, um, she said Charlie Caruso's lips are terrible, which I thought was hilarious. Damn. Hating on Bay? Damn. <laughs> she's hating on your Bay. <laughs> and then she agreed with all of us about Pat, um, is it McAfee? Mc, Mc, oh, Pat McAfee or whatever his Pat, name is. Pat McAfee. Yeah, she, my wife said he sucks. He's weird. Well, I, I, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because he's just starting out in WWE as a broadcaster person. But, you know, at least, look, he's 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 fucking doing something. We're, we're, we're potting. Hey, he's, he's, a, he's, a pot, he, he's a pot too, right? <laughs> hey, he's a pot too. See, yeah. So, shout out to him. But that... I guess that's mostly what I have to say about that match. And then he, he does have to work with Sam Roberts. I mean, yeah, that's kind of hard. That kinda, that's like Roberts. automatically taking down the peg. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yo, Mauro Ronaldo was amazing the whole the whole night. He had like a, I think he even had like a Nipsey Hustle tribute line. Like he said something about Nipsey Hustle um, when Hanson did that. That uh front flip off the corner, I think he like yelled "What is life?" or something like that. Um, and I don't know if you, if you guys follow Bill Simmons on uh, on Instagram. Yeah, Simmons was there. He was right behind um, Ronaldo, and so basically every every uh, Instagram story um, Simmons had, you see Ronaldo just like marking out and yelling and stuff, and you could hear. Imagine sitting behind Ronaldo for that. That 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 adds like another element to the whole experience of NXT. Cause you could feel like his emotion. Yeah, like, he's like he like from. he's like a mark, bro. He like every every near pinfall, he like stands up and like when it doesn't happen, he like like bangs his head on the table, stuff like that. Yo, that guy, that guy's crazy. The goat, man. He nearly got the fall. <laughs> it was like, oh, it was like Mar was marking out. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move on to the North American Championship match: Velveteen Dream versus Matt Riddle. Um, I don't know. This is they had like a hard match to follow, but I think they they held their own. Velveteen's entrance was dope. Statue of Liberty, and then um, you referenced uh, what was the boxer's name? Uh, Prince uh, Nassim. Prince, Na- Prince Nassim Hussein Rockman, bro. <laughs> One of the goats. You know what I'm saying? That's why, boy, I used to love that dude. Come out with the magic carpet. You know what I'm saying? Dream Dream came out with the Statue of Liberty outfit, which is cool. Um, but yeah, yeah th- th- that was your, like you said, that was your boy until uh, Barrera whooped his ass and oh, retired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> After he got dropped, bro, I quit. I quit on him. I was like, nah. yo, he disappeared. Barrera like sent him into he, exile. Barrera fucked his shit up, <laughs> boy. I used to like was... I used to like him because he was like entertaining and shit. Like he was like a wrestler. He was like a gimmick, and then Barrera yeah, he had a good gimmick. He was the wrong one, man. <laughs> nah, he never. Um, I don't think he recovered from that ass being to be honest. Nah. He's like he got enough CTE, and then he's like, "I'm done." <laughs> yeah, that that skull of his was bouncing around and got fucked up. But but all of you who don't really watch boxing or people who don't really know about Prince Nassim Rockman, look him up. Prince Nassim was the man. He used to come out flowing on a magic carpet. He was front flipping to the ring. He was dancing. He had the pants with the the shorts with the flurry furry stuff on the sides, and he could box, man. He was he was pretty good until like Varo said, got fucking ass beat. <laughs> And then his, yo, like, it was funny because he got knocked out. And then it was like, all right, where is he? 
Never again. Yeah, I don't. I don't even think. He, I don't even know if he had a fight after that. Like, did, I think he, he never, retired I think he, him or something. No, he did have a fight, but did I think he? he lost. Oh, he lost. Um, again. let me see. All right. Uh, and then people you... were saying like, <laughs> there was a lot of bad. Oh no, actually, that was his only loss. Yeah, I think after that, he... thirty-seven and one, thirty-one wins by knockout, one loss against Barrero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. All right, let's get back to Velveteen Dream. Perfect reference. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, that entrance was dope. Um, and then I don't know. I liked. I don't know how to describe it. Like the not psychology, but the match makes sense. Like Matt Riddle overpowered Velveteen for most of it. Um, Velveteen had his spots. And the finish to me makes sense. Like it's the perfect finish. They can keep going with the rivalry. I will say though that watching the match, it was cool at the beginning how you know Velveteen was like hiding or running for, to the ropes because he was kind of like on edge because Riddle was obviously the better grappler. Yeah, and he was the the stronger opponent. But what like what what was your thoughts on when like Velveteen started doing like? The hulking up, because my thing is like, is like the hulking up part of his gimmick. I think so. I think he's done it before. It's his, it's like because it, it seems like he, you know, he does the the he does the clothesline, then he does the leg drop, then he yeah. does the jump. But I think the one thing about him though is that we might not see him wrestle for that long if he keeps trying to do oh, at, yeah. uh, up handle axe drops from the top and land like. He did that shit twice where he like remember he did it the first time when he jumped um onto the into into the ring. He dropped down and did it and he landed on his feet and he came down on his knees super hard. Mm-hmm. And then he did it the second time when he went on the out when he did it on the outside, I was like, he's fucking nuts. He's done it he does it to the outside like every match, I think. Which is crazy. Like that like you said, yeah, that knee <laughs> damage is crazy. That is insane. Like and my thing is like I get I get like his gimmick is kinda like a mix between like Hulkamania and Prince, but some of his moves just seem like they're not gonna help him out in the future. His in the future, you know what I'm saying? Like it's not good for the future of his career. Yeah, but Riddle, of, Riddle look good though. Yeah, uh, yeah. Some of the bumps Velveteen takes are kind of reckless, and it's like worrying because he's so young too. Yeah, Patrick is what 24, 25. I think yeah, he's like 23, 24, something like that. He's young, man. But um, I like I like Riddle in that match. He he doesn't overdo the whole UFC thing, but when he does do it, like when he started grounding, he did the ground and pound on Velveteen. I was like, ooh, it looks legit. Yeah, shout out shout out to Matt Riddle for throwing on the pinstripe shorts. I appreciate the love. <laughs> Yankees all day, you know what I'm saying? Ah, uh-uh. that's right. He did the the Yankee gimmick. He had the Yankee pants on, but um. Uh, I don't. I, I didn't like the roll-up pin personally. I, I it fit it, the 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 victory. It fit Dream's character because he's like a sneaky slimy heel, and he was able to sneak and slime his way and like use Riddle's strength to sneak out a win. But like you said, that was just a win, so they can just continue it and continue the feud. Yeah. Did Did so, you expect the the crowd to turn on Riddle? Because they were booing him uh, eventually, like towards maybe past like the midpoint. They started, well, he booing, started, they started booing Riddle. He started wrestling heel, kind mm-hmm. of. And um, 
Because when you know, it started, I, I, it was kind of even, and then the the tur- the crowd just turned on on the riddle. Yeah, I didn't expect the crowd to turn like that, but you know, people want to dream to win, and I, I actually thought Riddle was going to win at one point. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad he did. So, just just because I feel like they rocket strap all the all these UFC people, it's good to to keep it like balanced. You know, you don't ruin you don't ruin like uh, characters by just having them all job to to UFC people. Like I think like, like for example like the women's division, you know how hurt that division is now because everybody lost to Rousey already. Like the riot squad is like they're not relevant. Well, the I think the reason why they like the rocket strap the, the um MMA people is because it's it's like it's easy for them in the ring, you know what I'm saying? Like they've been rolling and they've been flowing for so long with people that like look at Riddle. Like Riddle's just started NXT. He, anytime he has a match, he looks great because he can move, he can flip, he can roll, he can do locks, he can do transitions. Like, everything just looks so fluid. So, you know, and plus the UFC people or let's say, like, the Riot Squad or whatever, the UFC people, they they come with um, fans already. You don't have to build them up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. And I guess the, the credibility is there, I guess, but I I, I personally don't like it. But um, I guess it's not up to me. It's up to Triple H and Vince McMahon. More Triple H because Vince doesn't know what NXT is, and I hope he never finds out what it is. (laughs) 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 Um, Any other thoughts on the Riddle and Velveteen? I personally think that it was, I would say, the worst match of the night. And all these matches were good, so... So for me, this one gets three and a half Tims out of five. Yeah, I was, I'm going to go three and a half Tims too. I was going to do 3.75, but three and a half, I think, is fair. <laughs> but it wasn't a bad match. Like, to, just to say, like, clear it up, like, I think every match was good. But if we did have to pick, like, the worst match of the night, I guess, technically, this I, I'd say this was it. Alright, let's move on to the match that I just watched 10 minutes ago because I did not watch NXT The TakeOver Live. The next match was for the UK Championship, Walter versus Pete Dunne. Bro, this match was crazy. I think might be match of the night for me. I think I'm. A, I think I'm gonna rewatch the whole card, but yeah, just maybe because it's so fresh in my mind. But this match was insane, man. Um, this was match of the night for me. I don't like it was match of the night. It it exceeded all expectations, but it made me depressed because uh, my boy, Mister Pete Dunn, lost his title after 685 days. And I'm very depressed and very sad. Um, but this match was what can you say? It was these these dudes fucked each other up. Jesus like, Christ! It was a CTE clinic. <laughs> it was fucking slapping the shit on each other, forearming each other, power bombs, flips. Oh my god! It was it was insane, insane. This was this was the first Walter ma- match I've ever watched, 
and his style and the things he can do in the ring are not what I had like pictured that he was gonna do. Wait, I, so I, this was this was your first Walter match ever? Yeah, ever. I had I hadn't watched Walter before. Like I don't I don't really watch NXT UK, and I hadn't watched them. I think this is his first match, right? In, in at a takeover or whatever. No. He had a at, a, at a at a takeover, yes, but not at NXT though. Yeah, I know he's had matches at NXT uh, UK, but I, I just haven't watched it. But yeah, I, in my head, I was like, remember I, I said he looked like a uh, Vladimir Kozlov. Yeah. And in my head, I was like, he's probably just like a, a little better version than him. No, like Vladimir Kozlov is trash. <laughs> this guy, yo, his chops. My chest hurt every time he connected a chop on Dunn. That's what he's known for. Yeah, so, that's, that's like, all I knew, like, that he hits hard. The, the, the insane spot, the, the spot when he was like, him and Dunn were doing forearm for slap, mm-hmm. and Walter was chopping the shit out of Dunn, and Dunn was like, like, all right, I guess you could say at one point he was he, like, he was kind of acting, but you could tell he was hurt, bro. Walter yeah, was chopping the shit, shit out of Fucking chopping the shit out of him, but yo, Walter when he does the finger manipulation spots, like I love those spots, man. The joint manipulations, they're fucking fantastic. Yeah, I mean, Pete Dunne when he does it is fucking amazing. But it was such a brutal match, and I love that the fact the crowd was so quiet during the match, just so they could hear chops or they knew exactly when they could react and when they couldn't react. I just loved it. It was so dope. Yeah, the like, what what did Ronaldo? Can you call that like the wishbone or something? When he just takes your fingers and splits yeah. them open, that was oh, so dope. Love that spot. But but the, I will say, like, it was one of the best matches. But there were some spots though. They like Dunn was a little sloppy on some spots. But I think he messed up on one spot on the corner when they were doing a turnbuckle spot. He was supposed to like flip off of him, and he kind of like almost fell and got caught. But Walter saved it. But you talk about fucking Hanson doing a flip and getting called by four people. Imagine taking a fucking crossbody splash. I, when when he went he went up to the turnbuckle, I thought he was gonna do a um a diving headbutt. I was like, oh no. <laughs> oh no, he got all of it. He got fucking all of it. Yeah, he does a crossbody. That that's crazy too. Yeah, you're right. Imagine seeing. I don't know how much he weighs, but Walter. That, yeah, that freaking supposedly two hundred and ninety-seven pounds, but no I don't, know. I don't believe it. He lost. He did lose weight though, because okay. he was he 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 was a little he was way slimmer for the match than if you seen him like he he's he was flabby, but he wasn't as flabby. Yeah, I think I think Ronaldo mentioned it right that he's yeah. like um, Walter worked on his cardio because he had to keep up with Dunn or something like that. Yeah, because Dunn he, has, he looked, has he looked great. Yeah, he said he looked great. But, but, that, but Walter, that match, man, crazy. Walter needs some knee pads, though. <laughs> he needs some knee pads. I kept looking at his. I was like, "Where's his? Where's his knees? <laughs> Do they exist?" Who else? Who else wrestles with? That was weird that they didn't wrestle with knee pads on. Balor. Now Finn has knee pads. Not always. Oh no, it's not Finn. Uh, Cody Rhodes, remember? Might be Cody Rhodes, but there was Cody somebody Rhodes. that was weird that they didn't have knee pads and they just looked it looked bad. Wasn't it like Big Cass or something? 
Didn't he have like no knee pads? You gotta have the knee pads. You gotta have the knee pads if you're gonna wear tidy whities. You can't just like (laughs) not wear knee pads with tidy whities. And then Walter, he tries to circumvent the issue by having those fucking long ass boots. (laughs) And it's like you're not fooling anybody, my guy. You know? Yeah. Just just, just put on the knee pads, bro. Come on. It's not gonna hurt anybody. The yo that finish that power bomb. Oh, from the top rope. That shit was insane. Oh my god, he just. I don't, I don't know. I feel like that bump was all done. Like he didn't, Walter didn't like set him up at all. He just chucked. No, him. he just fucking chucked him. <laughs> just threw him. The fuck, chucked he just him, fucking bro. threw him. He just chucked him. That is crazy. And then, but, like but you I, said, the crossbody. No, he just fucking fuck just threw him. <laughs> but the one thing I will say though is that I think this was the start of the whole of of the main theme of NXT, which is um, finishers don't matter. Um, yeah. Even though I, for me, this was match of the night, and I give it five out of five Tims. But as me being biased, because I love Pete Dunne and everything that he does, I love the Bruiserweight. But I guess they started a little bit with the with the finisher abuse. But you know, we'll get to another event that like just totally threw out all rules of logic and reality of any type of sense. So <laughs> finishers don't matter anymore. <laughs> yeah, finishers don't matter. But I'm excited to see Walter. Um, you know, do his thing. Hopefully, they we get another a rematch because we can't just it can't just be one match. Yeah, the, the rematch has to be coming. Definitely um, has to. My last thought on this match, uh, I kind of expected maybe to like a like a squash match or like not such a competitive match, but um, they did they did a good job of making uh, Dunn look good and and Walter look good. Wait, you thought Walter was going to squash Pete? Not squash, but kind of like dominate the match. Because if you look at the, in terms of size, you see a wrestler that's like freaking huge, and then you got Dunn who's tiny compared to Walter. That's true. But the way they did it, it, it made both like guys look good. And at no point did you have to think like Dunn is like so tiny. Like this doesn't make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So that was my last thought on that, and I give it. I'm actually gonna give it four and a half, just like the opener. I think okay, it was good. It was really good. All right, next match, another match that I really like: the Fatal Four Way NXT Women's Match for the NXT Women's Championship. Shayna Baszler versus uh, Kyrie Sane, Io Shirai, and uh, damn, what's the last girl's name? Really? Oh, Bianca Belair. Be, Bianca Belair. You're disres- you guys disrespect my girl Belair like that, bro? Going to disrespect Belair. my girl like that, bro? Uh, you know what happened? I I tried so hard not to forget uh, Irish Shirai's name that I forgot Bianca Belair's name. This this, this was the match where, where my wife had the most commentary gold. Uh, I think I think she referred to Bianca Belair as um that's she said that's that bitch is jacked. Um that's a big strong bitch. <laughs> no offense to any women I this comments come from wife. Um she she said that uh that she had a question about Kyrie Sane and asked if she was a pirate. Like an Asian pirate. That's a legit question. And then my wife said <laughs> I, and my wife said I didn't know Asian pirates existed, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh her comments about Io Shirai was she just looks like a very nice girl. But the person who drove the most of my wife's ire had to be Miss Shayna Baszler, because my wife thinks 
that she is the most repugnant looking human being she's ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> and my wife just kept saying, how is she so ugly? There's no way somebody could be that ugly. And then when Shayna won and the other girls came out, my wife was like, what? She has a crew of ugly girls too? This is terrible. Let's <laughs> get her out of here. But that match, I love that match. I thought it was great. I don't, I don't, okay. Now I think it's unfair to compare it to the first Fatal 4-Way match, but what do you think of Rack's up? Do you think it's close? Do you think it's worse? Do you think it's better? Do you think it's equal? What do you think? Which Fatal 4-Way match? The Becky, Charlotte, Bailey, Sasha. Oh, uh, I I probably I will compare him because I don't have that match fresh in my mind. But um, th- this is a good match. The thing I took away from it, remember, I put in the group chat. I was like, um, I wish Shirai and uh, Kyrie Sane should have been in the tag team match tomorrow at Mania instead of Nia Jackson Tamina. I agree because Kyrie Sane and Io Shirai were fucking killing it. I thought I thought one of them was gonna win at this point. Yeah, I thought Kyrie Sane was gonna be a two time champion. It was it was really good, and then they they kind of worked like a team to start the match off. So you could see like if they would have been at that mania match, those spots would have been fire. Yeah, but, they fucking they 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 held it down big time. I like that uh that little baseball thing they did in the ring. When, oh, uh, too, Kyrie yeah. Sane took off her band, <laughs> threw it at uh, Irish Shirai, she like homered it out out the stadium. <laughs> that was pretty cool. That was dope. <laughs> Um, spot from this match. There was too many. It was insane. The fucking uh, Bel Air double body oh, slam. The double, that was her insane. finisher. Yeah, she is fucking jacked. She took a uh, who? Who she do? She did it on uh, Io and uh, Kyrie. Io right? Kyrie. Yeah, she put both of them right yeah. on. She did both of them. That I was like, Jesus Christ, he's fucking jacked. I was, was like, yeah. That was better than uh, Cena when he fu'd. Who did who did do Edge and Big Show? Yeah, I, I like this one better. That that was so fucking cool. And then Io Shirai and Kari Sane were just flippity flopping and everywhere, jumping here and there. Real talk though, Shayna didn't do anything though. She yeah, barely she was did anything. Like the low light of the match, like I mean, in terms of people that got in their stuff. But um, she, yeah, she was probably the least impressive. Yeah, cause she was like, she she's. She really, she just came out at the end and choked somebody out. Like, it wasn't really anything impressive that she did. Like, and then the thing is, like, what was the point of her keeping the title? Like, I don't understand it. Like, I'm confused. Why, why would they keep the title on her? Are they trying to just push Bella to the point where she gets, you know, even better? Like, I don't understand. Uh, I don't, yeah, I don't, I didn't expect her to retain at all. I thought, I think me and you, we, I think everybody picked um, Belair to win this match but I don't yeah I don't I don't get it I guess they're gonna hold off on the four horsemen angle maybe Rousey does take a break and they're just gonna let her keep dominating until Rousey comes back and they call her to the main roster maybe that's gonna happen but uh the finish I, the finish for this match I didn't like the fact oh, the that choke, uh, the choke, that she choked her out that Belair, that Belair tapped out like, what was the point of that? We already seen her pass out to the choke before. And, like, not I, tap out. I thought she was going to get out of it. I, yeah, I, I thought someone was going to break it up. 
But I didn't like the fact that she tapped out. Because we we've already seen her like refuse to tap and pass out instead of tapping out. So makes no sense to me. Yeah, because I thought I thought I thought she was either gonna get out of it and then like, or she was either gonna like be close to passing out and like the ref was gonna like lift a hand and then like Ayo Shirai, one of the girls, was gonna like jump from the top rope and like hit her with something, because that would have been the most rational choice. But you know, I don't know. Sometimes I don't I don't question I don't really want to sit there and question WWE's booking because whatever like. I guess yeah. nobody likes Shayna. She's a shitty. She's a heel that nobody likes. All right, fine, whatever. Let the douchebag heel keep her title for a little bit more. <laughs> um, oh, this is the match that I was gonna bring up. Camera angles. Um, I forget what near fall it was, but in one of the shots, they actually caught Io Shirai like getting into the ring, and like you knew that the breakup, the the pin breakup was coming. Like it wasn't like the perfect shot, like the Alistair Black one, where he just came out of nowhere and broke up the pin. There's like little things like that. I guess I guess I'm just a, like a mark, but I noticed that. <laughs> That's I didn't notice that. I like like I said I was high, so I just watched the match. I didn't really <laughs> pay attention to cuts because NXT does decent well, decent job, a way better job than the main roster. They don't have Kevin Dunn in the back. Yeah, I mean I think um, that's why it stood out. Just the fact that they actually had a bad cut. And I have I have the match on right now on my TV on mute, and I'm watching like Shayna Baszler basically just was there to take everybody's finisher and not lose. <laughs> so like you said, finishes don't matter. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of there's a lot of that, but I'm watching the Bianca well, Belair spot well, again right now. It kind of makes sense that the that you know finishes don't matter in a fatal four way because somebody's yeah. gonna break it up because there wasn't any kickouts. It was more breakups than anything. Nobody really kicked out of anything. Which that is fine and that makes total sense to me when everybody's like trying to bring out their best and win the match because of what's at stake. But I was just weird because at one point, like, I don't know, maybe if I was high, but when, you know, Shayna hit her finish, I mean, when, when Bianca Belair hit her finisher on, on, on the, the Sky Pirates and then fucking Shayna comes in, does that weak ass kick. And even land correctly, whatever she tried to do. Oh, no, nah, I thought that looked good. Like what, a, the kick? The punt, the punt kick to the face? Go back and look at the kick. She didn't I get just, all of it. I just bro. watched it right now. No, she didn't get all of it, but it still looked good, I think. I, I would have preferred she would have done a knee or she would have done something else. But, you know, she does a kick and then she, like, choked her out. Like, at one, like when she came in the ring, I was like, where was this bitch for the last 20 minutes? Like, what were you doing? You just hanging out? She's recovering. Wrestling logic. Well, well, she was she was doing something on the floor. I don't know what the hell she was doing, but she was hanging out. <laughs> that was my only issue with this match. But uh, I, I give this match uh, four Tims out of five. I think I'm going to give it four and a quarter. Okay, that's, that's pretty decent. Yeah, I like that match. All right, main event. Johnny Gargano versus Adam Cole for the NXT title. And Johnny Gargano has reached the mountaintop. He is now the NXT champion. Um, in the group chat, you guys were texting that you guys didn't like this match. You guys were bored. I This was the second match I watched. So I hadn't seen like the quality of matches that, that had like preceded it. So to me, it was I thought it was a great match. 
And obviously it's a two out of three fall, so it's going to be a slow build. I think I, don't, I I feel like that's what you guys had an issue with, that it was just a slow build. But by like the last 15 minutes, that shit was crazy. I, I, uh, I'll be honest with you, like, I guess like they, 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 they waited, um, to, to ratchet it up for that last 20 minutes because that obviously took a lot of energy to do all those spots. But for some reason, the first 20 minutes, it was just too slow. And it didn't look like they were wrestling. It looked like they were just going through choreography, like you were just practicing stuff with your partner. That's true. But you know, they I mean, they did like the RVD Jerry Lynn thing where they're like constantly reversing each other, and then they're like going through the bends. And then oh, this is another kind. My wife, she said Johnny Gargano. Johnny Gargano. She said his ass is very tiny. She said he doesn't squat at all, and you can tell. <laughs> She said, I could put a piece of paper next to his butt and it would be thicker. So, Damn. Johnny G, you gotta. The male Charlotte? Yeah, you gotta do some squats, Johnny. The yeah, get kill? it together. <laughs> and, you know, he came out with his Iron Man costume. I was just. And then, like, is his song Paramore? I'm, I'm just being. Is that Paramore? I'm, I'm not sure. It, it, it sounds 100% <laughs> like Paramore. Who the fuck I don't know who, who sings his song. Hold on. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this because I don't know who sings that theme song, but I fucking hate it. <laughs> you don't like it? I like it. Rebel, rebel art. Oh, I fucking can't stand it. Oh, it's <laughs> fucking annoying. You see, it's it's called it's called Rebel Heart, but everybody on the internet thinks it's fucking the girl. It sounds like Haley from Paramore to me. Yeah, I thought when Oscar put in the group chat that it was Paramore, I was like, it sounds like Paramore, but I like I like the song. It's cool. Goes with his character gimmick. It's it's it's, it's by CFO Money or some shit like that. I don't know oh, who that is. They write all the. They're the new um. I forget the old guy that the old person that used to write the uh, theme songs, but they make everybody's theme. Paul Ellie Castro and Michael Conrad Laurie. They are primary loan for creating entrance music and program themes for WWE. Yeah, all they right. make everybody's oh, music now. Like, they created they created Shinsuke's. Yep. Shinsuke, AJ, uh, Bobby Roode, like all the new people, like most of their theme songs are by then. They did Watch Me Shine. They did McIntyre's. They did The Dreams. They li- they did Alexa Blisses, which is low key a banger. Yeah, yo, they doing some stuff out here now. Yeah. I'm still I'm still waiting for them to remix Rusev's and put the put the 808s on it. But <laughs> people playing games. So, have you heard that? No. Oh, you gotta look it up. This shit is yeah. fire. Send it. Send, ah, them, send yeah. it in the group chat. Send it in what the is group that? I think, I think it's a. What is it called? It's called. A, yeah, I gotta find it. It was like a trap. It was like dent dent in it, and it has like the fucking beat, the trap beat on it. I'm like, yo, this is fire. Mm. But got let let. I think even though Gargano won, and you know he survived. I, yo, at this point, Gargano is stronger than Brock Lesnar and the Undertaker combined. <laughs> Because of the way he was fucking booked. That man should never, ever... He can't... You do realize he can't get pinned anymore, right? He can't get pinned. He cannot get pinned at all. Maybe bigger opponent. But, yeah, you're right. He he kicked out of a lot. A lot of things. Everything, basically. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh... What, what was, how, do you, how do you take the first fall? I didn't see the first fall. I went to, like, get something um, nah, he, he took Adam Cole's finisher. That was it? Okay. Yeah. 
I, I like the match. Um, like you said, the first twenty minutes, I think you have to take it slow because you're the main event. You gotta let let the crowd rest for a while, and then you know once you pick it up, the crowd is gonna be on fire and like, and that's exactly what happened. Well, you know? the crowd was red hot at the beginning because mm-hmm. Adam Cole when he boom. That shit was amazing. When he did the Adam Cole, baby. Was, oh, yeah. He had the crowd in his fucking hand. They were eating out of his hand, man. Eating out of his hand. But Gargano just fucking spam, 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 <laughs> spam, spam, kicking out. Dude had the cheat code on that last night. <laughs> fucking had the cheat code last night. Yo, Adam, Adam Cole, baby, chant. It's probably the most over chant in like the wrestling world right now. Because la- when we were in New Orleans last year, anywhere, anywhere you were, you yelled it, and everybody jumped in for the for the baby part. <laughs> oh no, it's amazing! Like yeah. when he throw, when he throws those two fingers up. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows. Everybody knows. <laughs> uh, let's see spots from this match. So many. Um, the so reverse. Many, I can't even remember. Reverse Frankenstein, I think. I think that's what it's called, or reverse Hurricane Rana into like a yeah, yeah, yeah thing. That was dope. Um, was there a Canadian Destroyer in this match too? At one point, yes, there was a Something Canadian like Destroyer. No, Gargano. Uh, Adam Cole jumped off the. No, no, it was yeah, Johnny Gargano, Gargano jumped took off. It. He jumped or... off the top rope, and then Adam Cole flipped into a Canadian Destroyer, and then he kicked out of that too. Yeah, that. That was crazy. Um, what other freaking things? Uh, I don't know. So many spots that I can't even like pick them out. The Undisputed Era came out and fucking hit Johnny Gargano with their finisher. And he still kicked out. Yeah. I mean, you're right. He's like booked. He was booked super strong. Like Super Cena. Super? That's not <laughs> even Super Cena strong, bro. That shit was... That, yo, it was so, like I was high once again. I'm just keep saying I was high because this is high colors. But I was laying, then I was like, "Yo, this dude is wilding." I was like, "This is some bullshit." I like I actually got kind of angry at the insult to my wrestling intelligence, <laughs> at like how much like he was kicking out of. And then the thing is like everybody in Brooklyn was like, "Ah, going nuts." And it's like, no, you should be booing at this point because now they're just <laughs> fucking dragging this. Oh, and that's another thing. My wife said, um. Look at all the men in the crowd and how old they are. There are no women or children in that crowd. <laughs> and, you know, then I had to explain to her what marks are. And marks are grown men. But she just said this is she said it was the saddest thing she's seen in the past year. All those grown <laughs> men just in a building watching people wrestle <laughs> and going insane. But I, well, I, I'm, NXT, I'm not happy. NXT gets the more markier crowd. Oh yeah, when yeah. you when you hear a one fall chant, you know where the fuck you're at. <laughs> when you when you hear that shit, you're like, ah, oh, fuck, this is where I'm at. When, and and then you hear the but, which I hate every time there's a two count, they oh, go sweet. I'm like, oh, shut oh, the fuck up. <laughs> or, or, or 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 how they couldn't wait, like literally, it's a five minutes into the Ricochet Warriors match. This is awesome. Oh yeah, I hate that. I hate a premature. Uh, this is awesome chant. <laughs> Definitely not a fan of that. Nope. Then uh, the finish, um, Adam Cole taps out for the second time in the night. 
Mm-hmm. And then, but it uh, just felt like Gargano just threw that shit out when he wanted to. He was just like, whoop. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I, 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 I like the match. It was, it was good. Glad Gargano got the title. Um, when his wife came into the ring, I thought that was somebody attacking him. Oh, Candace? <laughs> yeah, when Candace like jumped in, because it was like a bad angle too. Like, yeah, I guess was. you don't want to get it, but the way the ang- the the way the angle was set up, it looked like someone was attacking him. I was like, "What the fuck? I was like, who the hell is that?" I thought it was like Kushida or something, the time traveler, making his uh, NXT debut. Oh, Kushida was in the crowd. Shout out to Kushida. Yeah, he was in the crowd. I just figured maybe they just rocket strapped him and they're like, all right, go, attack him. Oh, just just hop in the ring and fuck him up? Yeah, because you know that that used to happen. That was like the way people would debut. That was how um, Adam Cole came out. Adam Cole debuted, yeah. They would just show up and fuck shit up. And you know, when you're Adam Cole, you get your own fucking, you you don't, you don't, you get to, Adam Cole, baby! Yep, even then the crowd just ate that chant up. (laughs) I'm telling you, man, that shit is over as fuck. Then Gargano wins, and the Paramore music hit, and uh, <laughs> Champa came out. How'd you feel about that? I think it's a good touch. They couldn't. I I don't know if they're going to eventually like seal this rivalry up or whatever, but I think this is a good touch. You get Champa and like sneaking up behind them as usual, but this time it's just like to embrace them. Yeah, it was it was a good touch, and I'm sure I'm sure there are some marks that that cried in the in the arena. <laughs> you said there was a, that cried. I'm like 100 percent sure there was a mark that cried. Oh, of course, there was yeah. like, Gargano got his title. He's a Grand Slam NXT champion. It's <laughs> so real to me. <laughs> Fuck out I, I got I'm, every, I know everybody's like the last ten minutes were fucking amazing. It was the greatest thing ever. Da, 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 da. I was just like I was like, is this gonna end? Because at because at one at one point you're, you was you know at one point I was still thinking I was like okay this is up for grabs you know they're going back and forth, but then it got so one sided with the fucking abuse and the kicking out that I was like well we already know who's gonna win at this point like just thanks for eliminating any tension. <laughs> yeah, and then um. What are they called? The un- what's what's their stable's name? Undisputed, undisputed era, I was, right? I was ready when Undisputed Era jumped in the ring and hit him with the finisher, and Adam Cole pinned him. I was like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna get some fucking heat tonight." And then it was like kick out. Nah, I think I think the crowd was ready to pop for Adam Cole. I think they were more Adam Cole than uh, Gargano. Well, they started booing when Undisputed Era came out, though. Oh okay, but um, after uh, they had like a a video on through their Twitter and it was just uh, them like arguing and then Adam Cole like sees the cameraman he's like turn that fucking camera off oh and, after like, they lost yeah and it looks like he like slaps the camera out of the guy's hand so I guess I guess they're gonna break him up or something about Roderick Strong probably since he's like not an OG an uh, undisputed era OG but um, we'll see we'll see where they go with I guess undisputed era now um, Roderick Strong, he's not a. I don't, think they era OG. I don't think they're gonna break the group up. I don't think they're gonna break the group up. I wouldn't. I think so. I feel like they're gonna go the uh, Randy Orton Evolution route with Roderick Strong. Get Roderick, give get the get the title on Roderick Strong, and then Adam Cole just takes Undisputed Era and fucks him up. Because remember, there's a rivalry there too that was never finished. It, it kind of just got put on hold by assimilating. 
Roderick into the into the faction or stable. Well, that's true. Yeah, so the storyline is there, and they probably want to get Gargano out of NXT. I don't think they're going to keep him there long term. Who? Uh, Gargano. He's basically like main roster now. Or you think he stays at NXT for a while now? Uh, he's at the title. He's going to stay for a while. I don't know. I, I, maybe he like defends it once, twice, and then he's gone. He's going to go to main roster. Alright. The rating for this match? You go first. Uh, Four and a quarter. Get a four and a quarter? Yep. Four and a quarter. What too low? I don't know. I don't want to sound like a hater. I, I, I cause, cause I'm gonna be a hater. I give it a three. three Damn, out of a three. The last fifteen minutes, bro. <laughs> I, I couldn't do it. It was, it was, it was. Listen, like, there's like certain a certain point as a fucking wrestling fan where I'm like, all right, you gotta stop this shit. That like Undertaker. <laughs> no, that that's actually not Olivia. Olivia's oh, it's not. Sleep. <laughs> No, Olivia's asleep. She's it's yeah. some fucking dog in my hallway that doesn't shut the fuck up. <laughs> um, oh, she's hungry. She's looking for food. Oh, I gotta feed her in a bit. She'll be fun. But um, no, I just it was just too much. That that that's my thing. Like it was like, all right, I get it, but like, damn, bro, like, like I think it got it reached the apex for me when 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 they started the whole like. When when they did the whole fucking like undisputed era hit their finisher and then he just fucking kicked out of it, I was like, all right, I can't. I was like, I can't. It's too much. <laughs> it's too much. All right, what do you what do you give the overall card rating? Um, overall, if 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 I'm rating this on, or what are we rating this on? Entertainment. Uh, just or, out of out of five, just overall how you felt about the event. Oh, five out of five, bro. Five out of five times. I, I like the show. The show. Listen, I was entertained. I didn't give a shit. It was. I was very entertained. I enjoyed the storylines. I enjoyed the crowd. Crowd was fucking red hot. Crowd did a great job. Morrow did a great job. All the wrestlers did an amazing job. Like much respect to them. It was a very entertaining show. And real talk though, like between what happened last between what happened last night in NXT. And between what's been happening so far with this Ring of Honor G1 Supercard WrestleMania, bro, they gonna <laughs> have, they got, I, that was my yeah, next bro, question. <laughs> they got a lot of fucking work to do. They better fucking, woo boy, bring out all the bells and whistles because some of the shit that's happened this this weekend has been fucking a one, a one, baby. Yep, that's what I was gonna ask you. I was gonna ask you, uh, any is there any chance you think that WrestleMania outshines NXT? No, they never do. They never do. They never do. There was one time, one time. I forget which NXT uh, pay per view it was that I was like, "Damn, the main the main roster might have been a little better." But the the main reason why the main roster won't be that long is because WrestleMania is eight hours, and nobody has time to be somewhere for eight hours. Yeah, so we we keep saying it, but that's a whole ass uh, work shift. <laughs> like I get out of work tomorrow at seven o'clock. So by the time I get home, WrestleMania will have already been on for four hours. That's crazy. And I have and I have some employees who took days off or requested off to go to WrestleMania and I'm like, you guys are gonna sit there for eight hours? 
Like, yeah, that's way too much, man. I think I did it. La- I think I did it last year. By the time we left the stadium, my legs were just like, like jelly. Like tired oh, you, of sitting. You went to WrestleMania last year? Yeah, I went to. Yeah, I went to New Orleans. That that was last year, right? Yeah. But yeah, we went, and I think we got to the stadium at maybe like five, and we got out of there like ten thirty ish, maybe eleven. But it was like we were exhausted. We just we went to like we we wanted to go out again on the on the bourbon, but we were just like exhausted. We got maybe like two drinks and then we left. It's crazy. It's a lot. WrestleMania is OD now. Did you see what happened? Update. Apparently, somebody jumped in the ring at the WWE Hall of Fame and tried to attack Bret Hart. What the fuck? And. Heath Slater and um, who's this guy? I think it's the MMA guy. What's his name? MMA? Travis Brown. Tra- no, tra- uh, Ronda Rousey's husband, Travis Brown. So oh, apparently, right, Travis right. Brown and Heath Slater ran in the ring and fucked the guy up. Oh shit! He like ground and pound the guy, and he threw some elbows. Oh, I got it. So there was an attack on Bret Hart and Natalia. Oh. The guy literally came in the ring and he didn't he grabbed Bret Hart and like threw him on the floor. What um, the fuck? When yeah, this ex- just happened right now? It just happened right now. Like Holy shit. Literally 20 minutes ago, uh Xavier Woods ran in the ring. Uh Kofi ran in the ring. He Slater ran in the ring. Travis Brown is fucking this dude up. Jesus Christ. Oh, let send me send that, send that let link. Me, yeah. Let me send you the tweet link. Fans Jesus. are fucking retarded, bro. Don't go into the business for yourself, brother. Damn, attacking the goat? That's crazy. I just sent it right now. Unnecessary. Unnecessary. Damn, Dash Wilder got in on that. Why would somebody do this? That's crazy. Poor Bret Hart with his bad back getting thrown on the floor like that, too. Oh, that's crazy. This guy got, like, dreadlocks and shit. What the fuck? It's got to be a liberal Brooklyn hipster. Oof. Maybe... Ooh, who, is that Ronda's husband? God damn, yo. You know he can yeah. fucking definitely bust in that guy's fucking face up and shit. Maybe, maybe, maybe uh, he just wanted to show Brett his uh, IPA. Just <laughs> have him try it. Well, that guy screwed <laughs> that guy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, yeah, real talk, I wouldn't be surprised if that guy was like, Vince sent him in this. Go in the ring and attack Brett. Why? I'll pay you five hundred dollars. Just go in there right now. <laughs> fucking Brett tried to leave the WCW, and I'll forgive him. Just fucking. It was Sean. It was Sean Michael. Like, Shawn Michaels and Triple H paid that guy. <laughs> this is in the back, like yes. <laughs> you want to be in the Hall of Fame? This is how you're gonna get in the Hall of Fame. Like, oh shit. <laughs> oh, All right. By the way, uh, wait. We remember we still gotta talk about one more thing though. What's the last thing we gotta talk about? The WWE. 2K19 million dollar tower. Oh, I didn't. Scam. I didn't see that. I just saw the. I I, I just went by what you were I, when you sent in the group chat. You sent um. You sent this guy is getting paid a million dollars to play 2K19 or something. I thought you meant like NBA 2K19 or something. Cause I was I forgot that that whole uh, WWE 2K19 million dollar thing was a thing. 
but apparently it's a scam. I I think it's a scam. Like like I have I have WWE 2K19, and I'm gonna be honest with you, I have not beat the game at all. I'm still in career mode, and I don't play because the game is fucking boring as hell. It's really fucking boring. Career um, mode is whack now. I feel like I remember career mode is. Ah, on bro. like N64 and like uh, GameCube or PlayStation, like career mode was dope. Like you Listen, could progress, and now like I feel like in these games it takes forever to move up or whatever. All right, hold on. I found this guy. His name is Stefan T. Benson, who apparently is like a WWE employee. People are saying he's not a won. WWE employee. People say he's not an employee. He does stuff for the bar next to the stadium when WWE comes to town. Uh, still now, they still now people say that there is a conspiracy where it was an inside job and he works for WWE and nobody really wanted the WWE money. But, you know, I was able to watch the thing and he fucking destroyed AJ. AJ sucks at WWE 2K19. Apparently, he's really good at Madden. Um... He's decent up, up, down, down, but he can't beat me. And he's okay in Mortal Kombat. But this guy, uh, Mr. Steven T. Benson, who called himself the real golden voice on Twitter, he was he was giving AJ some good insults <laughs> on um, when they were doing the banter. And, like, you know, Corey came out, and Corey was doing some of the hosting, and then Xavier came out, and Corey just looked bored and fucking tired and over it with this guy because... <laughs> He would, like, go back and forth with AJ, and then he would get, like, a little too hot for himself. And then Corey was like, all right, all right, enough, enough, enough. Like, Corey looked like he wanted to fucking be anywhere but that shit. <laughs> so, just to end the climax, spoilers, this guy, all he did was he hit AJ. He picked Brock Lesnar, which apparently is, like, one of the best players in the game. I think Brock is, like, a 94 or some shit. And he just suplexed AJ Styles over and over and over. And then he hit him with F5 and he won. And that guy won a million dollars. That's crazy. I, I don't know. It it better be real though, because like I was telling you, that was like a whole last marketing campaign. You can they can get sued. It'll go nowhere, but they can get sued. Yo, and they brought everybody. They had like Ember Moon. They had fucking the the New Day. They had a bunch of people was, be a was, part of this tournament. Then was it part of the uh, NXT pre-show? It was part of the NXT pre-show. Okay. And you know, even though my wife was talking shit about Charlie Caruso, I'm looking at the WWE Hall of Fame pictures being tweeted right now. Charlie Caruso looking like a fucking whole entree, bro. Mm-hmm. Steak, potatoes, and a shake, baby. Woo woo. <laughs> woo woo. Whistle tip, make you go woo woo. <laughs> are you that... watching are you Hall of Fame's on a network right now? I don't really watch it ever, but Nah, I have the I have NXT Takeover just playing in the background since I I was watching it earlier. I just have it on mute. But I, I think I'll, I'll probably turn I think, it on. I think I think it already, I think it's over actually. Wait, no, it hasn't started yet. It hasn't started. It's, so how the hell did well, Brett get attacked? Isn't that live? No, it's on right now actually. Oh, so I wonder if that is part of the broadcast though. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, John Cena came back apparently. Hmm. And the lady who won the Warrior Award, Sue Atchison. Yeah, it's already on right now. Yeah. But I don't know. Does anybody really watch that? I don't really watch it. I've watched a couple of speeches just because I like the wrestlers. And I wanted to hear what they said. Like, Angles was cool. Um, who else have I watched? I think I watched DDP. I've, I've watched a couple. I watched Brett. Oh. Brett was good. Also, um, 
Uh, just continuing with this whole like wrestlers fucking wrestlers. Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch are sitting next to each other. So yeah, they're a thing. I think they're 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 a fucking thing. Siang and uh, Charlotte look nice together. <laughs> Stacy Keebler came back looking like a fucking snack still. Shout out to you, Stacy. Oh yeah, dang. She came back. All right, let's wrap this episode up. This was our uh, NXT New York TakeOver review. We'll be back with our WrestleMania, I guess, uh, Rapid Reaction Podcast Monday afternoon, probably. Uh, we'll work Will it be time. Monday afternoon? Because I, I got I to gotta go to work, bro. Oh, shit. <laughs> or are we are we doing it after WrestleMania? Because that's going to be like at midnight. So, mm, you know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll, we'll talk off air. We'll talk about asking. Yeah. Definitely going to talk about. Well, ask if Oscar decides to show up because apparently he's too busy to do anything now. So, <laughs> all right, nice, nice. Let's flip the flip the card. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this has been another episode of Los Marcos Podcast. Thank you for listening. We'll be back in two days. Peace. Peace. <laughs>